Episode of Beers, Bongs, and Battle Axes. I am thine host, Miguel, as I'm choking on my spit. And I am ever present, Tyler. He's. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I fucked up my own joke. That's alright. What happens to the best of us? <laughs> I'm not the best anymore, sir. This is shallow. <laughs> shallow, shallow of what I once was. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> uh, but this is actually a very special Beers, Bongs, and Battle Axes, because this is the first one that won't be going to YouTube only. This one's coming out in all sorts of places. Ooh. Because we are now officially on the Anchor app and Anchor.fm. Anchor. Spotify. Hopefully Apple Podcasts soon. And Google Podcasts and all the other major podcast places. Wow. So you can listen to us almost anywhere. Even while you're masturbating. It's true, but I don't know if we have the most sensuous of voices. Oh, I'll make it sensual. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, I fucked it up. Give me a second. We'll, we'll get back to that. Just one. get. I'll, I'll be in yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I'll be that man with the golden voice. That oh, homeless guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. But that's enough ridiculousness. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, we got another movie review for you guys Let's today. Do a I like doing these. Though. I do too. Uh, we went and saw Birds of Prey this weekend, or the ridiculously long name Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One, or in the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I think that's it. I don't know. You, it could be. It's the most complicated name since Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Right, but that was the point of that movie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that one had the Waynes Brothers. Oh, that's, I think, their best movie. I, I think that movie's that funnier than movie. either of the scary movies, even though I fucking love those. That's true. But yes, saw that one. Basically just Harley Quinn featuring Birds of Prey. But. Right. Um, before we, you know, get too far into it and spoilery spoilers, what were just your general impressions of the film? <clears throat> general impressions were I did, um, I did enjoy it. It wasn't structured. I mean, it wasn't... I wasn't expecting it to be, like, um, I guess Shazam level quality. I I was actually expecting it to be Suicide, Suicide Squad yeah. quality, yeah. And it was way better than that. So kudos, kudos so it to was them. Way better than I thought it would be. I will say this: they beat Marvel to making a Lady Deadpool movie. Yeah, yeah, they did. Because yeah. that's essentially what this movie is: it's female Deadpool and. Don't Which get me was wrong, my biggest they, fear. they do it well enough. I mean, when she, I mean, there are like some fourth wall breaks that are a little too much. A little too much. It's like I would have preferred they wouldn't be in there at all. That's that's fair. what really made it feel like Deadpool, and I didn't want it to be a Deadpool. Well, especially because, I mean, I'm not the biggest comic book reader these days, but from what I have read, I don't remember Harley Quinn ever being. That kind of character. Yeah, I can't vouch for that either, but I would assume no. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that that it can be a little off-putting at times. There's 
sometimes when it works. Right. Um, but, it, yeah, definitely w- went in with super low expectations. Yeah. Came out fairly impressed. Wish I hadn't had to get up and pee like three times during the movie, but we'd been drinking beers. <laughs> That's what beer does. It shrinks your kidneys. <laughs> Especially when you haven't eaten anything that day. Uh, should eat some bread. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta absorb that. But, uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> basic plot of the movie is and this is something I love is they take a big old shit all over uh, Jared Leto Joker in this movie because anytime you see the Joker in it it's definitely designed more off the comic book slash the animated series version uh-huh. of him and you're just <clears> like that's the Joker I know and love. Yeah, and even in like the f- one flashback he was in, you did barely saw like the you side saw of the, his neck. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was it. And and I, it was I like maybe that a lot fifteen too. frames at most. Like they really are just fucking. They're like e- <laughs> we we don't discuss that. <laughs> What's a Jared Leto? I don't know. <laughs> right, right, yeah, we've never heard of the guy. <laughs> we only have Joaquin. <laughs> and even then, like that, that. Joker missed mixing with this Harley Quinn. That wouldn't work at fucking. Oh all. God, no! That would have been a really weird pairing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the basic plot of it is Harley Quinn breaks up with the Joker, or the Joker dumps her, and right. uh, yeah, once the whole city of Gotham finds out about it, everybody's gunning for her head. Yep. Well, mainly, uh, what's his name? They say his name, like, every scene. Uh, I, I thought Black about Mask. that. Yeah, Black Mask. It's Black Mask. Roman Sionis. Roman Sionis. They say his name in full, like, every scene he's mm-hmm. in. It gets a little <laughs> and, annoying and, and, after yeah. a while. And I thought about that last night, because I was like, wait, they really fucking, every time he's on screen, Roman Sionis. It's like, Jesus. All right. What was his name again? Oh, no. Oh, we've party fouled already. Oh, God. And it, it hit my computer. Oh no, it's gonna blow. <laughs> don't, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm not Ricky Bobby. I'm cilantro, the singing beer can. <laughs> cilantro? What are you, a chilada? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, all right then. <laughs> nice to meet you, you sentient uh, Hispanic-inspired beer drink. We're getting off topic here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Uh, but no, <laughs> my computer, people need me. The computer seems like it'll be okay, so we're good. Good, good. Um, I will say, I, y- Ewan McGregor had a very different take on Sionis, and like I could, I've been seeing articles and stuff online talking about how this version of him is gay. Yeah. I was like, ah, I can see it, <laughs> but it's never. Mentioned. No, it's, it's never, never brought out right. Right, which is what I, I kind of dug. Nothing against, like, being gay, but I'm glad they're just not, like, broadcasting it. Like, they hit you over the head with like it. Like the social justice version of Black Mask. Like. Right. <laughs> well, and I like it, too, because in all the comics I've read and the cartoons and even, uh, what was the prequel that Rocksteady didn't make? Uh, uh, Arkham... Origins. Arkham Origins. Yeah. Even in that, he's never been the most interesting character. He's just well, kind of your standard... Mafia man, that's but why he wears a black mask. Right, but that's kind of what I, I kind of like about him because he is at this level of like being feared, but he's also kind of incompetent. He's not like he's fucking, like a D tier villain right, in the Batman canon, right. and that's kind of why I liked McGregor's performance because he was 
almost like a cartoon character. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's very flamboyant, very yeah. over the top with everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but the opposite coin of that is the really hollow characterization of Victor Zaz. Yes. Played by Chris Messina. The guy did a good job in the performance. I just didn't like the way they wrote him. They made him kind of like Mr. Smithers from The Simpsons. That's and, exactly who it was. That's exactly who Roman Sionis is Mr. Burns. Yeah. Victor? Victor Zaz? Mm. Yes, Mr. Burns. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just carving my next victim onto my body. And I didn't, I didn't like the random scarring that they did for him, like for the costume design. Well, because yeah, because isn't it's it like very Roman pr- numerals? Or yeah, not? basically, like the hash marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all over his body, and he's got like thousands of them. And like I was telling you, like my knowledge of him basically comes from the Arkham games, mm, right? In that, in those, he was fucking creepy. He's as terrifying, yeah. fucking psychopath. Because <clears throat> I'm not a huge DC fanboy. I know the mm. basics, but. I mean, my favorite fucking Batman villain is Killer Croc, and look what they did to my boy in Suicide Squad. <laughs> you mean you don't like his D-level uh, alter ego, King Shark? No. <laughs> oh. Even though King Shark's going to be in the next Suicide Squad. You know what's funny, though? Um, you know how they blow... Uh, you know Slipknot... Uh, in the Suicide Squad movie. man who can get, climb anything Slip gets his head blown off yeah. that's King Shark in the Assault on Arkham cartoon film I did see that one <laughs> yeah and that's I, that's what pissed me off so much about Suicide Squad is like you already did this better with Assault on Arkham right and you did it well well and I like how cause we all knew Slipknot was gonna die cause he was the last man to be introduced oh and yeah he's, and he's just the an only aside it's like Suicide Squad my ass <laughs> That's why I'm really stoked for this James Gunn one, man. Oh, I, I really bet it's going to be great. He's gonna Do you think he'll him. go for an R rating for that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would hope That's so. That's my hope, but yeah, but I really I really want Because I think James Gunn, like, don't get me wrong, I love Guardians and Guardians 2, but I think James Gunn works best when he has an R rating. Like, yeah. Slither is the perfect example of Slither's that. Slither is still one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we always get off topic, but uh, I was going to say, we should try and just stick to, like, a, a structure of, like... Beginning, middle, end. Ah, that's all right. I mean, well, I mean, vague. I'm being vague about mm, it. We're shooting from the hip, man. It's high noon. But yeah, so now everybody in Gotham's gunning for Harley Quinn. Right. And uh, Black Mask is trying to get this diamond that has genetically imprinted the information to access this rival mob family's offshore accounts. It doesn't... That part make did a lot make of sense. sense. No, it didn't. But that's literally what tied everything in the movie together was that fucking diamond. Yeah. So and it is uh, acquired by one Cassandra Kane, mm-hmm. which was really weird to me because I, I when we were watching the movie, I was like, wait a minute, Cassandra Kane wasn't she a Bat Girl at one point? See, I didn't so know why that. is she now a ten year old delinquent hanging out with Harley Quinn? See, and that's. And I have heard the backlash of how they've, like, really fucked up that character. But then again, I'm like, with these universes, like, DC and Marvel, like, I, I get it. I mean, they're not going to be comic accurate. So it's like you see something you like, you run with it in the movie, and eh, eh. Yeah, that's fair. Like, uh, what's his name in fucking, uh... The Warriors 3. Thor. Oh, yeah. They have zilch screen time, but in the comics, they're They're a huge part of the comics. Especially Volstagg. He's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Big old round boy. But anyway. 
I've also never completely liked the fact in Thor that we have the Jane Foster as the lady interest for Thor. I was like, you've got Lady Sif, his wife, in the mythology. <laughs> yeah, well. Why? Why wouldn't you stick with that? Because she's a fucking badass. Well, she was a badass in the movies, too, but they just kind of... Yeah, but they made her, like... cut her pup- out. Well, not <laughs> only that, but they, like, made her all, like, puppy dog love fucking... Right. For Thor's thing. Mm, I'm gonna pine for you. It's like, no. No pining. No. <laughs> you already get what you want. <laughs> you get pining in Wonder Woman movies. Mm, Wonder <laughs> Chris Woman. pining. Ha ha! That's hilarious. Um, and... I also felt like it was a really weird characterization of uh, Montoya, the detective, because everything I know and remember about her from like the cartoons and everything is she's like she was a badass and like a damn good cop, and they kind of just make her a, make fun of her for a that bumbling right. drunk right. in this movie. Yeah, they reference eighties cop movies a lot. Like they say she's basically like a walking eighties cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. Which she was. A lot of her dialogue was that. It's like, is this like a meta thing you're doing right now? <laughs> I mean, it has to be. They're making jokes about it, right? But yet they still wrote her like it that. It feels though. like a lot of her lines were kept from the first draft of the script. And when the director wrote, was like, add some dialogue making fun of that dialogue. <laughs> It'll work. It'll work. Believe me. And for the most part, it does. It but does. it's kind of annoying because it's like, mm, she was one of Batman's allies at one point, if I remember correctly. And, yeah. uh... You know, Batman don't hang around with dumbasses. Except for Dick Grayson. <laughs> oh, good old Dick. <laughs> ah, the boy wonder. <laughs> um, was he number five? No, he was the first one. Oh, what? oh, he was the first one, that's right. Played by Chris O'Donnell in Batman Returns. No, not Batman Returns, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. There we Which go. was still infinitely better than fucking Batman and Robin, so... Yeah, I think we've <laughs> talked about that before. Um, okay, anyway... One of, one of my bigger problems with Suicide Squad, and I will give them credit that they didn't do it in the final battle, is the con- they pulled a Wonder Woman with the constant slow-mo, speed up, slow oh, during the fight scenes. Speed up. Yeah, yeah. And during the fight scenes, it's like, I get it. You didn't write enough movies, so you got to pad these fight scenes out a little bit. But couldn't yeah. you just, I don't know, maybe hire a better stunt coordinator to make the fights cooler so you don't have to keep doing that? Well... I get that part, but I thought the fights were really cool. Like, I'm just a sucker for... Because not one of them really used... Minus Huntress used a gun or anything, so I thought that Well, was cool I mean, there's fun. that whole scene with Harley Quinn and the beanbag shotgun. That was a China Lake, sir. Was it? That's a fucking nade launcher. Well, she had, like, uh, decoy nades or, or uh, what a non-lethal nades. The first one she shot was a beanbag. Yeah. But and they then were all she had like a bunch like of confetti and ones. Confetti and, and, yeah, I thought that, that whole scene was cool. As fuck. I think it would have been better if they didn't do slow mo every other time she fired the thing. Right, I can see where you're coming from, but you gotta because you gotta remember, like admire the glitter. I I do, but you you gotta understand where I'm coming from. I come from the perspective of the church fight scene in the first Kingsman movie is probably the greatest action scene I've ever seen because uh, it's one long tracking that. shot. Well. I mean, obviously, there are some cuts in there. Yeah. But they disguise them super well, and it's just fantastic. Like, that's yeah. the epitome of a fight scene to me. Yeah. And so when I see stuff like, 
And that movie's actually the reason why I didn't enjoy Wonder Woman as much as everybody else when we went and saw it. Because I'd seen Kingsman for the first time the night before we went to see Wonder Woman. So then watching all those fight scenes that have the slow-mo, speed up, slow-mo, speed up, I was just like, this isn't a church fight scene from Kingsman. You bore me. Right. That's yeah. why I love the the x-ray system for Mortal Kombat. Because it's like, and then you finally do that, and it's like a couple quick, it's like, like, that. I'm cool with that kind of slow-mo. But yeah, when it's like fucking punch, slow down punch, hit, punch, slow down punch, like, yeah, I get that. It's just like, come on, this is totally all over the place. Jesus Christ, we can't act, they're fucking killing people. And she's fast as fuck. Uh, I thought Black Canary was fucking awesome in this. Yeah, movie, so she's, I don't know a lot about her, so I was just like, I well, like what you're doing. Funnily here. enough, like, because I didn't know a whole hell of a lot either. But there was just, uh, do you ever watch Death Battle on YouTube? Yes. Yeah, she was on the newest one. She wasn't was, she? and they do like a whole statistical breakdown of like backstory and stuff, and I, they were doing all that, and so I was like, oh. I did not know that about Black Canary. So with all that newfound knowledge, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, she could literally kill everyone in this room. <laughs> right. I did think it was kind of weird that she, like, passed out the one time she used her powers. Yeah. I was well, because, like, mm. A, she didn't do it, she didn't use her powers because of her mom. That whole thing. And B, because at first I was like, why the fuck doesn't she just fucking kill Black Mask? She could literally explode the head of this Inside man. Inside the mask. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess, it, yeah, he manipulated her and he has her wrapped around his finger and shit like that. So that's why. Right. I just thought it was weird because, like, from what little I do know about her, I don't remember her using that power being, like, that draining on her. Well, that's why I'm thinking that maybe this version of Black Canary is, like, is a new. Just I mean, her mom her was the original version. Mm. So that's kind of what I'm trying to figure. Like, that's what I'm piecing together. Ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that. That's uh, very interesting. Even though Black Canary was a blonde. And I mean, whatever. She was <laughs> blonde and white, I think. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I what they did. But with I had to Google her. Was, uh, no, I liked her a lot. Um, Journey Smollett Bell, which is <laughs> oh Jesse Juicy Smollett's Juicy Smollett's sister. Yeah. We don't uh, talk about. Him. We don't have to talk about him though. Yeah, no, that that was. But I uh, thought she did really good. But. The bread and butter for me. What song was she singing in the club, though? I'm not sure. Oh, it's a man's world. Oh, yeah. But, like, super slow-mo. Yeah, and I was like, she's got a really pretty voice, but you ain't no Marvin Gaye, so why <laughs> why would you pick that song? Well, um, but, yeah, the bread and butter for me was definitely Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress. She was so, so damn <laughs> funny. Yeah, she was easily my favorite character in that whole movie. She's just got that, like, need to overcompensate. Like, you will take me seriously. Yeah. And nobody yeah. does. She's an edgy teen, but she, that's what I was saying. She's Attracted like a 30-year-old woman's body. A socially awkward assassin, and I absolutely love that idea. Oh, <laughs> so damn funny. It's and so I really like the backstory that she's the daughter of a mob boss that was brutally murdered right in front of her eyes. Oh, yeah, I like how we weren't going to get spoilery, but fuck it. Here well, we that's, that's yeah. character backstory. Well, is there really spoilers in this movie? There wasn't no end credit scene. There wasn't, like... Yeah, no. I mean, this movie's pretty cut and dry. It's pretty straightforward yeah. on what they're going for. Yeah. It is... I definitely think the movie should have been just called Harley... Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Because oh, absolutely. This was not a Birds of Prey movie. No, no. Because I think they definitely shoehorn that part in. Outside of like the character introductions, like Montoya is the only one who's consistent, and Black Canary. Yeah, are the only two that are consistently in the movie, but they barely share any screen time. Yeah, they barely 
well, they don't really interact with Harley Quinn all that much until the end. And it really sucks that our favorite part of the movie, Huntress, was in it the least out of everybody. Well, if we're on the subject, and let's just cut right to the fucking core. All right. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Do you like her? Uh, we discussed this yesterday as we were walking out of the theater, and I think she's a very talented actress. Uh-huh. Like, I think I, Tanya is one of my favorite movies she's been in. And, uh, that was really good. She just... When she's playing Harley Quinn, to me, it comes off as a very talented cosplay. Right. As opposed to her really inhabiting and becoming the character. Yeah. Like, she's good and everything, no, but I get that. just some of the stuff she does, like, I don't know, she doesn't, they, I guess maybe her portrayal of it is a little too real person-ish. Yeah. Because, like, I've never viewed Harley Quinn that deeply. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's a, a well-developed character in the DC Universe comic books-wise, but she's way more aloof in the comics, like... Right. Even when she's crying and sad about stuff. Just like, uh, I guess she's just not silly enough for my taste. That's fair. Because, honestly, I've always viewed Harley Quinn as, like, one of the most cartoony characters in oh, absolutely. the DC universe. No, it, yeah. Like, she's literally a cartoon within a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking about that last night. Because, uh... And I honestly, I my personal opinion is I think she is the only person that can do it in this day and age. I would agree with um, you. Because at this point it was inevitable because Harley Quinn as a character is, she's fucking everywhere. Like, Oh yeah, she's, she's on your car seat. She's on, like, chicks. She's, I'd say she's honestly the biggest female comic book character oh, out there. Easily. Like, easily eclipsing uh, Wonder Woman, all of them. So... It was just inevitable, and you gotta get that. <coughs> you gotta cash in on that, and I can't really blame them for doing that. And if I were to pick anybody, it'd probably be her. But if this was like late '90s, early 2000s, I'm still sticking with Sherry Moon Zombie. Because yeah, <laughs> I think you she know who I think could really Quinn. pull it off. Yeah, uh, and because she's done it in the cartoons, obviously no studio would ever cast her nowadays, just because of her age, which is a damn shame. But Tara Strong. Like she's got yeah. the voice. No, she really she's does. She's got the personality for it. Yeah, and you look at her, and she she looks like she could be Harley Quinn. She's just this tiny blonde girl. Yeah, who, you know, bubbly energy personality, and just I think she would have been great at it. But but like you were saying though, because I think that also ties into because DC was going for realism, so it's like she's trying to be cartoony but still grounded. So I don't. I, there's so much more potential for her as Harley Quinn, I think, but they're still like, we don't want her to be too fucking zany. I think like, one of the things that would have helped me like her more, and this is a very small thing, is I never liked her mallet in the live-action movies because it, it's too real. Like, in the cartoons and even in the video games, the head on that mallet is, like, almost oh, as big as yeah, she is. Yeah, that's, that's And fair. I would love yeah. to see her <laughs> swinging around something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And what was the other thing that I was bummed out? Oh, because she has two hyenas, usually. Mm-hmm. It's Bruce and I can't remember the other fucker's name, but uh, they did get Bruce right, yeah. which I thought was cool. But yeah, she's always got two. So I was like, why don't they just fucking go for two? Maybe maybe she'll get another one in the sequel. Yeah. If they get a sequel. 
I yeah, they probably will. Well, uh, that depends. I guess I this isn't doing so great box office wise. Yeah, they said it was the worst opening since Jonah Hex, and when I read that, I was like, oh no. But then you read it, and they made like. 20 million more than Jonah Hex did, so you're like, okay, it's not that bad. Well, my hamster just started spinning because I was trying to remember what the fuck Jonah Hex was. That was Wasn't Josh she, Brolin, I right? think so, yeah. Oh, shit. And I forgot that, about nobody that liked that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad because Josh Brolin's the shit. Well... He proved that with Arnold. <laughs> and Sicario. And Sicario. I have a second one at home. I still need to watch that one. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I want to because I fucking love that first one. Yeah, it was a good fucking flick. Um, favorite. What was your favorite aspect of the Birds of Prey movie, though? Oh, that's the thing. I don't want to sound like an asshole because I felt like a lot of the movie didn't push the social justice shit, but some of it did. Like when they were breaking down Black Mask, like what, like the grievances and stuff. Oh yeah. Like voted for Bernie. Voted like yeah, like and like. Basically turning Black Mass into a misogynistic fucking douchebag. And it's like, oh, there it is. It's like, why do we have <laughs> sneaky, to have these movies? Like, I saw a Reddit post on what makes a great female lead. And it's the fact that that's never mentioned. That she's a fucking female. Alien. Like, Ellen a- Ripley exactly. is a perfect example. It's just, it's so much better when, if they would have not done anything to just show, hey, girl power. It's like... Not that I'm against it. I'm just like I'm with the. I just don't like post. being like, hit over the head with exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> man. It's like that's that's really true though. It's like Ripley was a fucking boss, and so was Sarah Connor. Like, See, my biggest thing with that is I feel like when they start hitting you over the head with that shit, it's two things: either you're underestimating the intelligence of your audience uh-huh. by feeling the need to point it out, or you're pointing it out. To cover up the fact that you're not a strong enough writer to create a Ripley right. or a Sarah Connor. And it shows nowadays. It really fucking does. It's just, yeah, it, it kind of saddens me because... But other than that, it wasn't, like... Didn't make me hate it. And it wasn't right. really distracting. It was just a couple just parts quick where I'm eye like, roll, like eh, fuck. whatever. But my favorite aspect was... Uh, uh, probably that it gave light to. I don't want to say Huntress. Well, I, people know Huntress. I don't know the Birds of Prey. I don't right. know. Uh, so as far say, as I'm aware, Oracle's part of the Birds of Prey in the comics, which is and that's Barbara Gordon. Yes, yeah. paralyzed Barbara Gordon. <laughs> paralyzed Barbara. Well, Gordon. because non-paralyzed Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. <laughs> right. 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 You have to make that distinction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Hello, Barbara. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I would like to see a comic series of Barbara Gordon as Batgirl, but in she's paralyzed. Like, the wheelchair just has, like, the grappling hooks that Batman and Robin use. And just never swing once mention it. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, it's like she found a way to be totally capable as Batgirl with a wheelchair. That'd be fucking awesome. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and awesome. But hilarious. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we both are. I wanted but, uh, to start off today's podcast by talking about eating a baby, but <laughs> oh. nope, now it's out there. I ate a baby. <laughs> anyway, what was your favorite aspect? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I really liked 
that even though it's serving as a sequel to Suicide Squad, they didn't stylize it nearly as hard. You're right. You're right about that. Whenever we get a character introduction, yeah, we get some stylized writing with the name and then like the grievances and everything. I but like it doesn't turn into that. a full right, right. still shot where it's like a neon pink background with yeah. a still shot of the person and then all of it listed on the side. It's just like they toned it down enough to where it wasn't offensive to my eyes at that point. Right. And because I went into this thinking like they were just going to ignore Suicide Squad altogether. But then they had the Joker flashback and then there's that little Easter egg of Boomerang in the police station. Where she's like, I know that guy. But that was it. Like, it wasn't like a whole, oh my god, Boomerang. That's the fucking, uh, you know. Right. So it was just a little, I like that it was still the continuity. Even though Suicide Squad sucked ass. Oh, it really <laughs> did. Um, is it sad to say that I actually, I think I actually enjoyed Sonic more than I did Birds of Prey, though? I can't attest to that. I, that's next on my list to see. We'll go see that this weekend so we can do a review since, you know, we talked so much shit about it. <laughs> I mean, I, as far as it goes, like, because I can understand why it's doing bad. Because, A, there's people like me who don't know who the fuck Birds of Prey are. It's like, why is it, wait, what? I know who Harley Quinn is. Right. For sure. That would get asses in seats. But I just feel like all these are coming out at weird times and DC's trying to get back on their footing, but they're still like, well, we have all this unused shit. What do we do with it? Like, That's fair. And I, I definitely think because of how many misfires DC's had recently, mm-hmm. people are just gun shy. They're like, Ugh, the I DC totally movies? get that. <laughs> I really do, though. Even I was gun shy about this one. Oh, me too. And the trailer made it look. We got the decent. matinee prices. <laughs> and I was still like, Ugh, eight bucks to go see this movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad we but did. But then again, we did see cats on purpose. <laughs> uh, we're masochists for going to see that. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed cats, not because it was good. I fell asleep during it. <laughs> just because it was just so terrible. Who let that fucking. <laughs> just who did this? I don't know, but I hope they rot in hell for it. Oh, man. I feel like that movie might reach cult status, though. It's got to. Oh, it was like one of the most hate-watched so movies bad, it's ever. Fucking, oh, it's it's disgusting to look at. It's disgusting. And that scene, quite. did we wake for the scene with Rebel Wilson and the cockroaches? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like watching CGI penises have sex on screen. You mean CGI penises space docking on screen? Or throwing up. Oh, actually throwing up. <laughs> I don't know. That was yeah. Cats was fucking garbage. So I don't think anything will be worse than that. But this was this was good. I recommend it. If you're a Harley Quinn fan, I definitely recommend it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, there's lots of reasons to go see the movie. Um, one thing I will say I'm happy about is the the fact that. I haven't seen a bunch of people, like, fucking virtue signaling this movie because it was directed by a woman. Like, I haven't seen a bunch of people going, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey needs to be seen because it's a, you know, only, like, the second comic book movie directed by a female and blah, blah, blah. What was the first? Wonder Woman? Yeah. That was really the first one? I think so. Oh. But, you know, it's just one of those... Damn, Hollywood. (laughs) It's just one of those things where I'm glad people aren't making a big deal about it. Mm. And... 
because I think the director did a, a, a fine job with this movie. It has its problems, but right, we've but not, come to expect that from again. DC. Not suicide level problems, right? So if she probably had the she did a better job than squad, Dare, David Ayer, yeah, Jesus. I, I probably would have watched that. I probably would. And I like that they uh, there was uh, some you know poop jokes in it and stuff like that. I was like, ha ha. See, even women find poop jokes funny <laughs> in the right circumstances. Women don't poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, I think, was one of my favorite lines, though, was after the big fight where it's just like, I've given her laxatives, fucking blah, blah, blah. This girl's got a stomach of steel. I was just like, that's gross and hilarious. And hilarious. Uh, yeah, you got any any more thoughts or feelings or anything you want to say about El Suicide Squadio? Um, no. But I do want to touch on Batman real quick. Okay. Because he was he was mentioned once. Well, but twice. never seen. Never seen. Because Batfleck is gone. Even though Batfleck is the Batman in that universe. Right. So I'm like, if they're going to continue this, you're going to have to have Batman, Batman at some point. I mean... Yeah, you can't it's just... Gotham sit like... And, oh, and that too. I did like what they did with Gotham. Especially towards the end. Like, it really felt Tim Burton-y. Towards the end, and I oh, like yeah. Tim Burton's version of Gotham too, where it's like kind of weird and zany, but like dark. And there was a couple style. scenes where, it, like, the daytime scenes, like after she gets her breakfast sandwich and everything like that. Yeah. Where, where I was like, oh, this has more of an LA vibe to it than like a New York City. No, nah, that's Gotham fair, and that's vibe. why I'm like the, talking towards the end. No, like, yeah, when it gets to the night scenes like and stuff, they're, oh, they're yeah. doing the meetup and stuff. That was really cool, and even the Ace Chemicals scene at the yeah. beginning, like that all looked great. Yeah. Looked like Gotham. It was just some of the daytime scenes where you're like, right, that looks more like the West Coast. <laughs> they just filmed it there and didn't even care. <laughs> yeah, just, <ugh. laughs> but uh, yeah, like that, and then. Yeah, you can't have Gotham without Batman, and all these crime lords without Batman. Or if you're gonna find a workaround for that, like, at least have uh, fucking Robin show up. It could be Tim Drake. It or could even be Nightwing. Damon, yeah, Nightwing. Nightwing that would just be a fucking great way to introduce him. But he, I mean, he technically patrols Bloodhaven in the comics and mm. the video games and everything. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean. After he strikes out on his own. Yeah, I know. You don't have to find... Or you'd be like, ah, Batman's really busy with Mr. Freeze or some shit, so he called for me to come help. Right. Or they could do that. Like a villain universe. Like... Because they mentioned Arkham. Like, and Joker... Then there's the other part, the Joker, too. Because you can't... He's still there, too. But... They could kill him. (laughs) Right. This, that's a dick move. They don't need the Joker in this universe anymore. Yeah. They've got Harley Quinn. Right, right. Though, if they keep going with these Harley Quinn movies, I want to see them introduce Poison Ivy. Because oh, they Ivy, have one Catwoman? Oh, those three have the greatest team-ups ever in yeah. the comics and the cartoons. Absolutely. And, hell, even fucking... It'd be cool to see other members of the Suicide Squad show up again, like Killer Croc or Captain Boomerang. Like Definitely help her out on shit. Like it'd just be cool to see, or even go characters. up against them. Yeah, like you know, uh, Harley's doing a or robbery and Deadshot shows up, and now they got to fight. Deadshot would be cool, or even what's her name? I, I can never remember her fucking name. The chick that sets up Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, oh, <clears throat> CCH Pounder voices her in the card. Amanda Waller. There we go. <laughs> I had to do some association. Well, yeah, 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 I do that shit all the time, <laughs> and it works. Amanda Waller, yes. Yeah, that'd be her cool comeback would be cool, up. too. But uh, other than that, yeah. That, that, 
So, do we know if James Gunn's Suicide Squad is going to exist in the DCEU, or are they kind of that I don't pushing know, away from that? But I would assume it's pushing away from that. Because I saw somebody that I follow on YouTube made a video about James Gunn was answering questions in, a, in his Instagram story yeah. recently. And he did say Harley Quinn plays a big part in his Suicide Squad film. So I'm like, mm, but are you going to get a new Harley Quinn? Is this going to be Margot Robbie? What's going There's on here? There's no way you could get it. No, it would have to be Harley. So I'm, damn, it could be in the DCU. Which is still cool. I just want it R-rated. And I want people to die. What if they <laughs> retconned the Jared Leto Joker? Like they have a more traditional Joker show up? That would be fucking tits. And, well, and then Margot Robbie's like... You're not the Joker. You're not Mr. J. And they make up some shit like the Leto Joker wasn't the real Joker. (laughs) So then you just have Harley Quinn be like, I wasn't dating the real Joker. That would be badass because that was already my own headcanon. Like this this jackass is just someone pretending to be the Joker and nobody knows it. Right, like, like the, the real, real Joker's, Joker's just letting it off happen. Arkham, yeah, Arkham like, Asylum. This man's gonna die anyway. <laughs> uh, nobody will ever buy that he's the Joker. <laughs> bye, bye, Leto. <laughs> and then he shows up, and everybody's like, "Who are you?" And like that guy's the Joker. He's like, "Wait, you actually thought that guy was me?" And then he just murders everybody because <laughs> he's like, "I'm offended by this." You thought I was that bag of dicks? <laughs> I, I'd be rocking with that. Do you think that would piss Jared Leto off enough to, like, try and sue Warner Brothers? Be like, you guys fucked me. God, I hope so. I do really like him as an actor, but, man, he can be a fucking pretentious dick sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, they have this thing. It's almost like a yearly thing for, like, 30 Seconds to Mars fans. It's kind of like a camp thing. Yeah. I know somebody that I went to high school with that's, like, super obsessed with them and goes whenever they do it. I'm just like... This is getting, like, creepy cult status here. A little weird. Yeah. It's just a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird even for me. Don't chop. Huge. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've said everything that needs to be said about uh, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Hey, I got it right that time, I think. Is it of one Harley Quinn? I don't yeah. think there's. it's of one Harley Quinn. I think it's just the fabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. Well, let's look it up right now. <laughs> if it's of one, then I've probably had a stroke every time I've seen that trailer. Or I'm dyslexic. I might <laughs> find something new about myself out today, Michael. That's okay. I understand. Let's see. All right. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Holy shit! Right. <laughs> Do I have a pulse? Should <laughs> no, I go to the doctor? <laughs> you died at the beginning of the podcast. I have literally never read it that way. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Such shit. a complicated title. All right, well, fuck me then. Um. Yeah, I think that's about everything for today. Oh, I guess we could throw out... Um, I was browsing YouTube today and came across this hour and 45 minute guar concert video that was done by Axis TV, the ticket company and I was watching it I was like, man, I went to this tour, this is awesome and then like you'd see some shots from behind the crowd of the venue all covered in trash bags and stuff I was like, that looks really familiar I was like, is that the gothic? and then like three or four songs into the set Dave Brocky goes, Denver, it's good to be back, I was like 
I was at that show. That was their last tour before Dave Brocky died. And oh my God, I'm just, you have no idea how good it does my heart to know that I can go back and view Dave Brocky's last Denver show in its entirety, not drunk as a skunk. <laughs> and just so many good memories from that show. 2013, that was his last. So when did he die? 2014? Uh, yeah. Damn. It's been. It's been fucking six, six years. years. That since Odorous left to go fight his battles in space again. What the fuck? I know. It's fucking depressing, isn't it? Well, I mean, I wasn't as emotionally attached as you were, but I'm just saying we're getting old. Yeah, no, that's, that's the depressing <laughs> I'm more part. having an existential crisis right Oh, yeah. Six fucking years. <laughs> yeah. No. But no, Rocky was awesome. I do like the new guy, though. Oh, he, he's yeah. fantastic, but there's just something about yeah. seeing that lineup with Rocky and everything where you're like, this is the definition of guar. Yeah. And that one's really funny because uh, the whole plot for that tour was they were going to fight God. Yeah. And so they ended up fighting um, Hitler, Jesus, Super Mecha Jesus, <laughs> Father Bohab. And then you get to the end and God's doing this big monologue about... And it's just a voice. You don't actually see him. He's like, oh, you've defeated everybody. You've killed Hitler. You killed my son. You defeated my ultimate weapon, Super Mecha Jesus. So that means I'm going to have to fight you myself. But just know, before we fight, that I don't exist. And that was the end of the show. <laughs> They're like, wait, so God doesn't exist? He's like, well, that kind of ruins the fucking show, doesn't Look at it? spoilers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that kind of ruins the show, doesn't Jesus. it? And then they ended with my favorite Guar song, which is Rock and Roll Never Felt So Good. Hell yeah. Man. And, oh, God, I was just like, I miss this. Oh, to be young again. I was only a wee lad of 23 during that show. And now I'm 30. I can't drink like I used to. Fuck no. After your birthday party, I damn near wanted to die. <laughs> I did want to die the next day. I was like... <laughs> that was a good time, though. It was a good time. I don't remember much of it, but I remember a lot of women that night wanted to play with my beard. Like I up? Yeah. Oh. Like, anytime we'd go out for a cigarette, some drunk chick would come up to me. It was always a different one. They're like, can I play with your beard? It was <laughs> like starting... Like a line. Yeah, starting... Becky, look at this man's beard. Play with it. Touch it. Smell it. <laughs> it was getting a little uncomfortable by the end. There. I was like, oh, I mean, I like this, but... Uh, getting uncomfortable. All right. Well, yeah. So, no matter where you're listening to this, Anchor, Spotify... YouTube, yeah, where to the we new normally. Viewers, hello. <laughs> yeah, anyway, those places, you know. Yeah. Like us, subscribe us. We'd appreciate it. Uh, For sure. Help us keep the lights on or with dislike. donations. At least we know you listen to us. Fuck yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk shit if you need to. If you think some of our thoughts and opinions are trash, tell us. Yeah. It's the only way we can get better. It's the only way I can live. Mm. I love being berated. <laughs> yeah, that really Talk uh, shit to me, Daddy. ruffles my jimmies. <laughs> Makes my rigid ball sack less rigid. Ooh. All I right. meant frigid because it's cold. Damn it, I fucked up my joke again. It's okay, we're I can't even do it today, Michael. Damn it. <laughs> so, hey, we made it through the review. Ah, and uh, we're going to be doing a special episode next week. Uh, no, what are we doing? Bringing my buddy Evan in. Oh. You know Evan. What? We're going to be uh, reviewing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which has so far been my favorite game of the year. Oh, fuckers. I haven't played it. 
Oh, you, yeah. But you're not a Dragon Ball fan, so it doesn't really no. matter. Well, you can just do be I there. Do to come? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. It'll be a roundtable discussion with Tyler basically just asking questions to try and understand the wackiness. <laughs> I'll bring my fucking Clark Kent glasses. <laughs> Excellent. And a cacker carrot cake is a what? <laughs> ah, that's fucking hilarious. All right. All right, yeah, thanks for listening. See you all next week. Bye-bye.